Good morning, church. So good to be with you. So this past Tuesday, I did something uh, kind of weird. I, um, I dropped my wife at work, and then I came home, and I um, parked in the garage, and I turned off the engine to the garage, closed the garage door, and I just sat in the car, and I prayed. I, I prayed for many of you, and I just kept praying, and um, prayed for like two hours. I can't believe I sat in the car for two hours, and, and I was like, Lord, uh, what would you like me to say to your children this Sunday? And um, I sensed the, that the Lord wanted me to say, uh, say this. He wanted me to remind you all that he is with you. You see, sometimes life can be kind of like a roller coaster ride. There's ups and downs, there's highs and lows, there's peaks and valleys, and then there's some extreme twists and some unexpected turns. And sometimes we get all discombobulated and and, and life can be so confusing and hard and the struggle is real. And in the midst of that struggle, I believe that the Lord wants to say to us this morning, I am with you. And so, I feel like I'm just supposed to kind of review some scriptures that we've already learned over the past two years. Just kind of look at some scriptures that remind us that God is with us. You see, when I mean, God is such a big God, He's so huge. The Bible says that he is the creator of heaven and earth and creator of the sea and all that is in it. The hugeness and vastness and bigness of God is beyond our comprehension. When he spoke and said, let there be light, there was light. He set the sun and the moon and all of the stars in their place. And it's this big God That is also the same God that says to you and me in a very personal way, he says, I am with you. You see, throughout the pages of the Bible, the voice of God says this, he says, I am with you. Over and over again, the Bible echoes these gracious words of God to all of his people. And the words are, I am with you. And so we're just going to review some scripture that we've learned, some scriptures that we've already looked at in the past two years. And so take a look with me in Genesis chapter 26, the first book of the Bible. Genesis chapter 26. This is the story of Isaac. And the story of Isaac begins this way. It says in verse 1, Now there was a famine in the land. I mean, I just feel so bad for Isaac. Whatever happened to once upon a time, right? But instead, it says, now there was a famine in the land. What a bummer for Isaac, yeah? But in the midst of this famine, God shows up. And listen to what God says to Isaac. In verse 2, the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while. 
And here it comes. And I will be with you. So there's this famine in the land. And God shows up and says to Isaac, I am with you. And so Isaac and his family, this, they settle in this town. This town is called Gerar. And the people of the town, they, they befriend Isaac and his family. They welcome them with much aloha. And so Isaac and his family, they live in this town called Gerar. And slowly over time, they start to become rich. They start to become successful. They start to become wealthy. In fact, the Bible says this. It says that Isaac became very wealthy. And so he's experiencing the upside of life. But the downside is coming very quickly. There's going to be an extreme twist and an unexpected turn. You see, the people of the town, they start to see Isaac. And they're like, wow, this guy is getting rich. And they start to become jealous. They become envious of Isaac. So much so that they become hostile. Instead of friendly, now they're hostile toward Isaac and his family. And they run Isaac and his family out of town. And so Isaac is wandering from place to place. And there are times when he even experiences persecution. There are probably nights when Isaac lied awake at night, fearful of his family's safety, afraid of what the future might hold. And then God shows up. Listen to what God says to Isaac in verse 24 of chapter 26 of Genesis. This is the word of the Lord. Listen carefully. It says this. It says, That night, the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid. And here it comes. For I am with you. Like Isaac, maybe some of you are going through financial struggles. It almost feel, feels like a famine in the land. For others of you, maybe you're going through a relationship problem. People who, you, who used to treat you friendly and, and befriend you have now turned hostile and you wonder, whatever happened? Or maybe this morning you're fearful, fearful of what might, the future might hold for you and your family. And perhaps God's word of encouragement for you this morning is this. I am with you. You see, throughout the pages of the Bible, the voice of God makes this promise. I am with you. Over and over again, the Bible echoes these gracious words of God to his people. I am with you. 
Consider the story of Jacob. We've looked at this story before. If you remember, Isaac is married to Rebekah. And they have two sons. Twins, to be exact. The older of the twins, his name is Esau. The younger of the twins, his name is Jacob. And we all know through art of parenting class that you should never show favoritism if you have more than one child. But Isaac and Rebekah, they break this cardinal rule. The older son, his name is Esau, and he is a man's man. He's like hairy and muscular, kind of like me. Hairy and muscular, (laughs) handsome, an outdoorsy kind of type, a hunter. He is clearly daddy's favorite. The younger of the twins, his name is Jacob, and he is more an indoor kind of person, a homebody. He's definitely mama's boy. He's, he's mommy's favorite. Now, if you think that your family is dysfunctional after you've been to Thanksgiving meal with the family and you're like, man, my family is dysfunctional. Now, I want to give you encouragement. Try reading Genesis chapter 27 and 28. It'll make your family look like it's healthy and thriving. You'll get encouragement. Try reading it. I mean, it's full of favoritism and greed and jealousy and selfishness. You'll be surprised. I mean, it gets so bad that Esau plans to murder, plots to kill his younger twin brother, Jacob. And so Jacob, he runs for his life. He takes off running. And then God shows up. Listen to what God says to Jacob. Genesis chapter 28, beginning in verse 13. This is the voice of the Lord. Listen carefully. This is what God says. This is the word of the Lord. He said this, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. And you will spread out to the west and to the east to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. And listen carefully to what God says to Jacob next. He says, I am with you. Perhaps you're facing family or relationship problems today, just like Jacob. And maybe God's word of encouragement for you this morning is this. I am with you. You see, throughout the pages of the Bible, the voice of God makes this promise. I am with you. Over and over again, 
the Bible echoes these gracious words of God to his people. I am with you. Let me illustrate. Consider the story of Joshua. You all remember Joshua. So Moses is this great leader. Moses is this giant of a leader. And he passes away. He dies. And so the baton of leadership has been passed on to Joshua. And so now Joshua is supposed to lead the people of Israel. Joshua is supposed to lead the people of God. But he's this new leader. He's an untested leader. And, he's, he, and he has these giant shoes to fill. And so he's probably feeling kind of overwhelmed. He's probably wondering if he's the right person for the job. And then God shows up. Listen to what God says to Isaiah, um, to Joshua. To Joshua. Says this, Joshua chapter 1, beginning in verse 7. This is probably one of my favorite scriptures in the Old Testament. Says this. God says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Perhaps God is calling you to a new season of life. You don't have the full picture. All the puzzle pieces are not in place. You don't have all the answers. All you have is the next step. And maybe you're supposed to walk out in faith and trust God with the next step. But it's scary. Maybe you're kind of anxious, kind of afraid, kind of fearful. And perhaps God's word of encouragement to you this morning is this, I am with you. You see, throughout the pages of the Bible, the voice of God echoes this promise to his people. I am with you over and over again. The Bible echoes these promise. I am with you. Consider the story of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 41, 
the people of Israel are living under fear. The people of Israel are being threatened by the Babylonians. And God shows up. And listen to what God says to his people through Isaiah the prophet. He says this in Isaiah chapter 41, beginning in verse 8. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you, descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners, I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. And then here it is. Listen carefully. Verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Any fears or threats you might be living under today, perhaps the wor- the wor- God's word of encouragement for you this morning is this. I am with you. Consider the j- story of Jeremiah. I like Jeremiah. Jeremiah is called to be this prophet. But he doesn't want the job. He doesn't want the job of a godly prophet because he knows that there will probably be some lonely days. He knows that it will probably be a life sometimes of even misery. He knows that it will be a life of sometimes even being under constant threat. He doesn't want the job. And God shows up. And listen to what God says to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse, beginning in verse 5, it says this. God says to Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And listen to Jeremiah's response. He says, Alas, sovereign Lord, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them. Why? Because I am with you. Today, maybe you are in a position or in a job or in a school, or maybe even in a situation that is less than ideal. And perhaps God's word 
of encouragement for you this morning is this. I am with you. Sometimes life can feel like a roller coaster ride, ups and downs, extreme twists, unexpected turns. And maybe right now you're at the downside of life. Maybe you're experiencing some unexpected twists, some extreme turns. And perhaps God's word of encouragement to you this morning is this. I am with you. In fact, Jesus made this very promise to his disciples. Some of Jesus' last words to his disciples are found in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20. And this is what Jesus said. Jesus provided his disciples with one, some instructions, and then two, a promise. Listen to the instructions. Jesus said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then here's the promise. And surely, I am with you. Always to the very end of the age. Let us pray.